1: Hi, I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, The Word Church, and welcome to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire, a broadcast designed to ignite your faith on fire. And the Bible says that the, the just shall live by faith. It says that a, two or three places in the Bible that we should live by faith. And a lot of people always want to know, well, what what is faith? Well, it's confidence in God. It's a spirit that God placed in us that's Is activated by his word so that's what it means when the bible says the just shall live by faith faith in god faith in his word because god and his word are one they're like wet and water you can't separate them and today uh my subject is today is uh it's all about the kingdom you know a lot of people don't realize they teach religion and denominationalism and jesus didn't come preaching all that he came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of god which is the kingdom from heaven, look all through the New Testaments. And the Old Testaments uh, reference that kingdom that was the big, upon the shoulders of Jesus. But that's all Jesus teach, taught and preached about was the kingdom of God. Again, not religion, not denominationalism, but relationship with God through the one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. And uh, I just want to say uh, the environment of the kingdom of God is love. That, that, the Bible says without faith it's impossible, please, God. But it says faith worketh through love. And we sometimes as Christians, probably because of our upbringing, we seem to forget that God is love. And we're called as children of God, ambassadors for Christ, ministers of reconciliation. And we represent God and his kingdom. And that kingdom is, is driven and motivated by love. And we as Christians have to always remember that that we're God's representatives, and his last, first and last name is love. So Scripture says God is love. And uh, I just want to say what the world needs is love, and God is agape love. The world needs more love, and I think that's what's going to uh, propel people to come into the knowledge of the truth. The Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Again, that's God's nature. His nature is one of love. And he desires that no man shall perish, but all people will come to have eternal life. And eternal life is the God kind of life. The life that Jesus came and displayed for us when he walked this earth. And uh, I have a scripture here in uh, 1 John. And again, 1 John reveals to us how God is love. All in First John, it talks about love, love, love. And I'm going to start at First John chapter 3, verse 10. It says, In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. And again, that's what God wants his people to do. And I say his people, those who have received Jesus, as Lord and Savior, those who are saved, who are saints now, who are part of the body of Christ. We're supposed to be lovers of people. I didn't say likers of people. I said lovers of people. And there's a very big difference. You know, we're commanded to love everybody, but we don't have to like everybody's ways. And with that, yes, we can disagree with their ways, but we're still to love them. And I always and Jesus took it so far in John and I mean, Matthew five, five, he says, uh, pray for your enemies and and bless those that curse you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. And I always tell people, like. well, pray for my enemies. How would I do that? Well, I just say, pray that they fall in love with Jesus. And if you pray that they fall in love with Jesus, God's going to reveal to them truth. And we understand Jesus said, you should know the truth and the truth will set you free. And he says, I am the truth, the way and the life. He says, come learn of me. And again, once we get saved, born again, it's t- now process time. We yes, we follow it up with water baptism, but now we got to be discipled. We got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And as we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind, we're gonna find out that God is love. He he loves people. The first thing he tells us to do, and I've been teaching on at our ministry, Raymond Word of Faith, the keys of the kingdom. The first key is, is faith, because the scripture said without faith, it's impossible to please him. Those who come to him must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is really important to God. And then the second key that was revealed to me was love, because the Bible says in Galatians 5, 6, faith works through love. And then in 1 John it says God is love. So we have to start allowing our love light to shine. And in Romans 5, 5, it says the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. And in Romans 12, 3, it says, God has given each one of us a measure of faith, a measure of his love. So we can walk by faith and we can walk in love. And again, as we're learning, Scripture says, and all you're getting, get understanding. We have to understand that God is love and we're his representatives or reflection of him on earth. And this is God's will. If you ever forget, his will is his kingdom will come. The kingdom of God, the kingdom from heaven will come and his will will be done Here on earth as is in the heaven. I always tell people, if you don't remember anything, remember that's God's will. That his way of doing things, his kingdom will come and manifest here on earth as it's done in heaven. And I always ask people, how is it done in heaven? Well, it's done big. There's no hatred in heaven. There's only love. There's no sickness. There's no envy. There's no jealousy. There's no one being offended. Heaven is full of love. And God says, That's what I want to be manifested here on earth. And I want to use you, my children, my representative, my ambassadors, my ministers, my body of Christ to extend my love to a hurting world. And that's the revelation. So we got to get um, we have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds to, to understand that God is love. And we have to start walking in love. And I tell people the only way you're going to get transformed by the renewing of your mind is by the word of God, the word of God and God, Holy Spirit. Comes to live in you once you get born again. Your spirit gets illuminated by the Holy Spirit, which comes to live inside of you. It awakens your spirit. God's Holy Spirit awakens our spirit to have fellowship and relationship and communication and communion with Him. So, in His Holy Spirit, our new spirit also, it loves to eat the Word of God. It loves to feed on the Word of God. That's why Jesus said, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. So you have to get God's word on it. Because remember in John 1, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was God. So I'm going to keep reading in 1 John chapter 3. Uh, I'm going to pick it up back at verse 11. For this is the message, and that's the message of love, that we heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. And I'm going to drop down to verse 14. We know that we have passed from death to life, because we love one another he who does not love another abides in death he who hates another is a murderer and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him and that eternal life again that's the god kind of life that's the life that jesus christ uh, displayed when he dwelt among us and that's what god says those who are associated with me who are my children this is what they have. And we wonder why we can't do a lot of miracles, signs, and wonders there, why they're not following us as they should, as the Bible teaches. Well, you're probably overlooking that component uh, called love. Uh, over in 1 Corinthians 13, it uh, talks about what love is and what love isn't. And then it sums it up. It says love covers a multitude of sins. Love never fails. So you, it says whether well, you have prophecies and all that, whether you give all your money away and have not love. We have to get a revelation that God is love and we have to allow our love lights to shine. And here's the deal. I always tell people life is going to give you an opportunity to prove it if you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because things are going to happen in life. Life pressures are going to happen. People are going to piss you off. People are going to offend you. So it's how you respond in the midst of life uh, persecutions or pressures that's going to determine if you're really transformed by the renewing of your mind. And again, when you get born again after baptism, it's time to start being discipled and being transformed by the renewing of your mind and allowing the word of God to renew your mind. And one of the elementary things you should learn is God is love and start practicing love. Because remember scripture says by this, we know love that we didn't love him first, but he loved us first He loved us. He forgave us. He washed us. He cleansed us from all of our sin. Jesus did that on the cross and he accepted us and called us beloved. Now, he said the same love I extended towards you and mercy and grace. I want you to go and extend that to others. Yes. Extend it to your enemies. Extend it to your frenemies. Just extend it to your family members. Go extend that love because this is who you are now. This is who you represent. And back to our scripture in 1 John, uh, pick it up in uh, uh, verse 17. Well, we'll pick it up in verse 16. 1 John 3:16. By this we know love because he laid down his life for us, and we are also are to lay down our life for others. Yeah. But whoever that has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shut up his heart from him, how does he love God? How does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed deed and in truth. So he said, I always tell people love is an action word. It's an action word. You have to show love. God so loved the world, he demonstrated it by sending his own son. He sent Jesus to be a perpetuation for our sin, a sin offering. So uh, I'm going to pick it up at verse uh, uh, 23. And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of his of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. So God's really big on on this love thing, and he wants us to be uh, big on love as we increase in the knowledge of his will. His will is that we love one another. And again, we can't just be hearers of that only. Yeah, I heard that before. No, now you got to do this. And again, like I said previous, life is going to give you an opportunity to prove what you claim you believe, because things are going to happen. And again, no, we don't have to like everybody or everything, but we're commanded to love people. And the and I always see people arguing, especially over politics and stuff, because they have no understanding that, you know, the Bible says the whole world, uh, Satan comes to deceive the whole world. And he also reveals to us in Ephesians that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, uh, and and our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God for the pulling down the stronghold. We use the word of God to fight with and people aren't our problems. Demonic spirits work in and through people. So that's why God loves people. But he has a problem with demonic spirits. And he tells us as Christians, don't allow those spirits to, to operate or influence you. So those are the spirits that's influencing people. And we seem to get mad at the person. And once you start maturing spiritually, you start understanding to look past the person and look at the spirit that's influencing them. And that's where the scripture means we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but by principalities, powers of the darkness, of rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Yeah, that's Satan and his cohorts. They're coming to nothing. And he, those spirits influence people. The scripture says in Ephesians, he says the spirits that works in the children of disobedience. You're a child of disobedience if you allow those spirits to influence you. And again, we think just unsaved people have those spirits working in them, which is true, but but Christians can allow those spirits to work in them too. Because I've seen some Christians do and say some ugly things, especially in this last eight years. You know, oh, man, these politics really make Christians, the ones who are supposed to know God and know love, just allow ugly things to come out of their mouth. And God says, No, I want you to pray for your enemies. I don't want you to bad mouth them, even if that's the boss, even if it's your supervisor. No, don't don't bad mouth them. Bless them. Pray for them. And uh, we have to just come into a greater revelation of that. So, again, I'm going to keep reading in uh, First John. I think I'm going down now to uh, First John, chapter four. It's so much revelation in this. I'm going to pick it up. uh, Verse seven. Four 7, 1 John, and I have a subtitle It says, Knowing God Through Love. Oh, man, that's a revelation there. You're going to know God through love. Look what he says here. Verse 7, Beloved. See, I like that. God calls us beloved, the beloved. Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And a lot of you guys out there that's listening to my my voice or know me personally, I got a revelation of this back uh, probably uh, two years after I got born again. I got saved in 1999, 2000, and I got a revelation that God is love, and I started calling myself V-Love. Yes, I go by Pastor V-Love because I got a revelation that as he, Scripture says in 1 John, as he is, so are we. So if God is love, we ought to be love, and we ought to love one another. So I just started calling myself V-Love, just like God called Abram, Abraham, yeah, called Joseph, Israel, you know, uh, uh, Saul, Paul. God had changed your name because names mean things. So I got a revelation that God was love and I was his representative, his child, and I was supposed to represent, be a representation of love because he's love. So that's why I call myself V Love, and I encourage you to call yourself, uh, name yourself after God as well. So anyway, Verse 8, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So God is love. Now, this same text that says God is love is in 1 John like two or three times. Now, I'm going to go down a little more. I'm going to keep reading. In this love, in this the love of God was manifested towards us, that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. And this is love, not that... We love God, but he loved us and sent his son to be a perpetuation for our sin. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. That's a revelation. God loved you first. He says, now, I love you first. I lavish my love on you. Now, I want you to go and stand that. Remember, give and it shall be given to you. And whatever you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. He said, I I gave you this love first. Now, I want you to go give it away. Because to to him who hath much will be given. So uh, let's keep reading here. I'm trying to catch up with all the, the high good points. Oh, here, here's a good one right here. Um, we're going to pick it up in verse no 15. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, that means you're saved, you're confessing that Jesus is the Son and you swear by his name, you're his child, you entered through Jesus. It says God abides in him and he in God. Verse 16, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. There's a lot of revelation in that. And again, I tell people, teach people, go meditate on these scriptures. Holy Spirit is in you. He's going to give you what's called revelation. He's going to illuminate your spirit to the truth. So God is love. Now, we read it twice. God is love. Let's keep reading verse 17. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world." He just said, God is love, and then he went and said, as he is, so are we are in this world. See, we're in this world, but we're not of this world, and, and as we're here, we, we demonstrate and display love, because that's who we represent, the kingdom of God, which is, is, is motivated by love. Okay, verse 18, there is no fear in love. See, love ain't scary, worrying about something, what's going to happen, or, or this political party's doing that. Love knows Jesus is on the throne. Love knows God's going to get his way, and he's going to have a people that's going to do his will. That's Love is is resting, entering God's rest. Love is taking on Jesus' yoke, which is easy, and His burdens, which is light. Because love has no fear. They're not worrying, oh, these guys are going to do this. No, I cast my care upon Jesus for he cares for me. I have no worries because I'm in love and love's in me. So here we go. Love has been perfected among us and in their boldness we have judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Love is all up in this. Now, here's verse 20. Here's the kicker right here. This is going to offend a lot of people. But I just want to say, Scripture says, receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. So whenever you hear the word of God or be willing to receive it, don't be offended by it because it's designed to set you free. It's just like when you go into surgery, the surgeon is going to have to use the scalpel to cut you. His intention is not to offend you by cutting you, but he's got to get in there and get to the, the root of the problem. So the word of God, scripture says in Hebrews twelve four, is is living in his power and is sharper than any two edged sword. So it's going to cut you. And your job is to lay down and continue to receive it until they send you into recovery and sew you up and get you set free. So. First, John, chapter four, verse 20. Here it is. If anyone says that's you out there who are listening, I love God and hates another. He is a liar. Now, I didn't write this. I'm just quoting it. If anyone says I love God and hates another or a brother or a sister is a liar. For he who does not love another whom he has seen, how can he or she love God whom they have not seen? Well, I'm going to say it's impossible. You can't do it. Verse 21. And this commandment we have from him, him referring to Jesus, God, that he who loves God must love another or love his brother or sister also. Not, ha- it says must. You you gotta do it. <laughs> it ain't no maybe if you feel like it. If they did you, if they treated you right. He said, no. He who loves God must love another or his brother. Now I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna keep reading. I'm gonna go into, uh, I believe five one. No no, I think I'm gonna stop. God uh, okay. But you gotta love. You gotta love people. I'm gonna stop right there because there's so much. I just want to talk right now. But anyway, you got to love people, folks. Yes, God, people, we're called to demonstrate love. And God is love. He tells us to love people. He tells us to love our enemies, bless those who persecute us, pray for those who spitefully use us. And again, I believe once we start really loving people the way uh, God uh, requires us to and the scripture reveals to us to, I believe as Christians, that's when we're going to win those people that we've been trying to win, that's when our family members are going to see something different about us because that's who God is. And I believe that's when those miracles, signs, and wonders are going to follow us. We're going to be able to, to, to lead people to Christ out of that spirit of love. And, and, and God is a spirit of love, and he's, he's pouring that spirit in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which was given to us in Romans 5.5. 5. So again, I, I, this broadcast is designed to ignite your faith on fire. Go meditate on these scriptures. And go out and just be loved, love people, you know, put a smile on your face. You know, the Bible, he said, I send you out with joy. Don't always be looking all bitter as a Christian. You know, Scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. People should be happy to see you come. Not all here they come. No, they should be happy because you have the answers to their problems. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. See, and God's always trying to get a taste of heaven to earth. And he says, I want to use you guys to do that. So let your light so shine. He says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. And I say it all the time on this broadcast. Salt is designed to do three things. It's it's a preservative. We're sent here on this earth. When we get saved, we're here to preserve this earth to Jesus. Come home. Salt is also uh, a preservative. It makes people thirsty. <laughs> it makes people thirsty. People should be thirsty for what's in us. And, and it, it is everywhere. Salt is found everywhere. We should be everywhere letting our light so shine that people will see Christ in us, the hope of glory. They should want to be saved as a result of experiencing God's people. I just, I'm just reminded of Jesus at the well with the uh, the woman at the well. After her just having that brief conversation with him you know she went out and said i I met a man i met this man who told me all things about she was excited everybody that jesus encountered except religious people who thought they knew god the ones he really referred to as hypocrites everybody left filled. they left they got something out of it they wasn't disappointed after uh hearing from septal british ruler because he was was in love with his money. <laughs> but anyway, in the scripture, say he went away saddened at that saying. He was saddened. And Jesus explained. He said, you know, this guy, he loves his money. And again, God wants us to love him first because he says in his word, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to us. And again, God came preaching about the kingdom of God. He didn't come preaching about your denomination. He didn't come preaching about religious and a bunch of laws. Jesus came to set people free. The woman that was caught in the midst of adultery, the law said stoner. Jesus said, no, I got the law of love. The law of love said, show us some grace and some mercy because all of us have done things yesterday and yesterday just equates to your past that wasn't pleasing to the father, yet he still loved us. He still forgave us as we confessed it and he still uh, cares for us. And that's the bottom line. That's the message of the kingdom. That's the message that we should be going out Uh, communicating to the masses or people who we encounter. God is love, and we can't ever forget that. And once we get a revelation or greater revelation of God is love inside of us and start walking it out, we'll see a greater manifestation of God in our lives. We'll see those miracles, signs, and wonders. Our faith will start growing and things will be happening because God is love. And with that said, God is love and love is God. And as you go out throughout your week, just always remember, uh, God is love. And he so loved the world. He loves everybody. He desires that no man should perish, but all may have eternal life. That's who we serve. That's who our Abba Father is. He loves us. He wants us to extend love to other people. And, uh, that's who he is. That's what he does in Jesus name. So, uh. Go out this week <laughs> and love somebody. Show somebody some love, and uh, yeah, just show them love and 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 forgive people and let them see Christ in you, the hope of glory. You know, the greater one. We always say stuff like, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." Greater is He that's in me than He is in the world. Well, you have to start demonstrating that thing. People need to see that in in our lives. And again. Then we'll advance the kingdom. Then we can make disciples. But it's got to be us demonstrating love. And again, God is love. And I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of word or faith. And we just want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith.